This is Scientific American's 60-Second Psych. I'm Christy Nicholson. Got a minute? The author David Allen is considered to be one of the world's top consultants when it comes to personal productivity. He's perhaps best known for his self-help time management book, Getting Things Done, The Art of Stress-Free Productivity that has for years been an international bestseller. Well, this being two weeks into the new year, I caught up with him in Ojai, California to get his take on goal setting in 2010. And right off the bat, he said that thinking about goals and the things you want to get out of life is... Always going to be better than the, you know, essentially 93% negative self-talk most people do. <laughs> called, wow, life's hard, you know, I'll never get there. So anything you can do that keeps your mind focused on you know, more positive stuff, that stuff you want to have, is going to be highly useful to you. So that's good news. But he also says to watch out for a few things when sitting down to think about your goals in the year ahead. People need to get very serious about goal setting and lighten up a ton. What people don't need is to beat themselves up anymore. And I think most people, usually in the U.S. anyway, you know, we're such an optimistic culture. And in January, we are really optimistic and really sort of mea culpa, I got you know, I ate too much, I, I, I sloughed off last year, I'm really going to make it different this year. And I would highly suggest that people uh, be cautious about that. And so what is the best way to set goals? The best way to set goals is to set about 45 and see which two stick around. 45? 45 goals of, of, of what? Oh, anything. Anything. What would you like to have true by the end of next year? What would you like to weigh? How far fast would you like to run a mile? You know, what would you like to shoot on the golf course? How much money would you like to have in the bank? Uh, how would you like to feel when you wake up in the morning? Uh, what would an ideal Sunday afternoon a year from now be for you? I mean, just keep going. You know, just keep having all those wonderful you know, images of what life would be like if it were in some sense enhanced or expanded or better for you and whatever that means to you. And then just, you know, essentially keep focusing on them and reset. You know, the, we, we almost never achieve our goals. What? then why bother making them in the first place? Because from where I'm looking right now, the goal I set, by the time I'm halfway to it, I'm already more mature, more experienced, have better data. And so by the time I get halfway to the goal I set, I look down and go, oh, wait a minute, that over there is what I really wanted. Mm -hmm. But I couldn't see it from back where I started. Mm -hmm. So I had to pick something and get going. You know, I learned years ago in the martial arts, what you don't do is stand still. You're better off to actually be going in the wrong direction, 180 degrees, and course correct and turn around, you actually, it takes actually less energy to do that than to get going from a standstill. So most people want to know what to do before they start doing. Well, frankly, you're not going to know what to do until you start doing. And so what is one practical thing we can do to keep and meet our goals in 2010? I would recommend that before, before or in the midst of or, or maybe instead of setting big goals that you may crash and burn from, that the best thing to do is clean up. And why is this so helpful? There's really nothing, you know, more frustrating than to try to add new stuff onto a whole lot of incompletion and old residue sitting in your psyche and in your house. So one of the coolest things to do at, at year end is actually to use this as the inspiration. Hey, you know, it's really time to get our filing system in order. It's really time to, you know, walk around, do a site walk around and just make a list of all the stuff that we really you know, might or need to want to clean up. And then also sit down with you, you and any partners in life and just make a list of all the cool things or new things or things you completed in the last 12 months. It's a very, very powerful exercise psychologically for people to give themselves some acknowledgement. When you think of where you were a year ago, uh, or even, you know, any kind of a timeline, it really, I think, gives you a more grounded view of, you know, how cool things could be and also that you don't overblow your expectation. Because if you set something too far, you'll, you'll stretch the rubber band and break it. You really need to make it a, 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 what I call 51% believable. 
needs to be something that, you know, 51% believable. You, you need to have stretch goals. They're fun. I think that's a good thing and healthy, you know, for people to, to, to stretch and expand. But again, you don't want to stretch it too far. So here's to 2010 and your far-reaching yet reachable goals. Thanks for the minute. For Scientific American's 60 Second Psych, I'm Christy Nicholson. 